0: Já sei de
1: Tonight, we are very excited to welcome Brothers Comatose to the stage at the Phoenix yes, Theater in Petaluma, <sighs> California. Yeah, absolutely. This is a group with many connections to the town we're in right now and whose music has propelled them to national recognition. They've just recently released their third studio album, which is called City Painted Gold, and they celebrated the release with a sold-out show at the historic Fillmore in San Francisco. We're very excited to hang out with the group Big tonight stuff. to talk about the adventures their music has taking them on and to learn more about the people behind that music. Please welcome to the program Ben, Alex, Geo, Ryan, Philip, the brothers, comatose. All right. yeah. I just
2: allow yeah. me to uh, Correct you for a second. You said national success, but we played to about twenty people in Vancouver last month, so we're international. International yes. success. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, we can re-record the intro, or maybe <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, let's just, take just, that whole yeah, intro again. <laughs> <laughs> Some we'll, may
2: we'll, say we'll that we'll that was it. not a success. I like though, the sound so, of you know. me correcting oh. you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I like about you is like the sound guy said something earlier, and you were like, you know what? Fuck you. You're like the <laughs> lie. You're like Mystery Science Theater 3000 <laughs> live commentary, and I really like <laughs> well, that about you.
2: So, this is the first time I've met someone that likes that. Somebody who appreciates my dickish sense oh, of humor, yes. I
1: And I guess for outsiders listening to the program who are maybe Brothers Comatose fans but don't know about the Phoenix, the Phoenix Theater is a theater that Tom Gaffey has managed for 30 years. Oh, yeah. It is the way that he and Geo have really fostered a relationship. That's yeah. true. Gio's and played here many times. Many, and yeah.
3: Ben and I shared this stage many times because we were both in rock bands in, in high school and uh, junior college. So we yeah. played here a bunch together yeah. on same bill.
1: Mm-hmm. And what are some of the names of those bands that you and Ben had together and like musical styles?
3: I played in a band called the nubs <laughs> and then I played in a band called toast machine. There was this brief band that sounded exactly like green day. That was called bollocks. bollocks. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I was in a band called Coro
4: Remo and then I was in another yeah. band called elephant hunter. We yes. D- we, yeah, both of the bands played here a bunch, which is Like both of awesome. those bands. Yeah, it was Absolutely.
1: fun. Well, the Phoenix, yeah. the Phoenix is an all-ages venue. It's got graffiti on the wall. It's got a skate park in the middle of the floor. <laughs> and a lot of people, when they're teens in the area, they if they have bands, they play on this stage. Yeah. So uh, we've been doing that for a long time, and some of these guys came through and were a part of that. So it's kind of fun to have this project, which is... <laughs> sort of like broken through that glass ceiling that a lot of bands hit when they play lo- music locally. Um, having you guys on, it's very special. So thank you guys for taking the time to do this. Thanks for having yes. us. Thanks. It's <laughs> great. This is an annoying line of questioning, and just be aware of that. Um, but I'm... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bracing ourselves. But okay.
1: but but, but uh, it is inspiring to see people who we know locally play their music in front of absolute strangers across the country. That is very inspiring for people who do live music, especially for someone like Tom, who's watched generations and generations of kids yeah, play cool music to see on the stage. people actually
5: get out and, and, and have some success on the road.
1: So my okay, annoying, yeah. potentially annoying question is, um, were there any pivotal moments or pivotal people or pivotal bands who were there for you guys that have helped you, you know, get to the place where you can go on some of these adventures?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely And were there any You wanted to share with us
3: Uh, Devil Makes Three Comes to mind Because we played uh, It was almost like A throwaway show At Bottom of the Hill One night I don't remember Where we were In the lineup it's like a Monday night, Monday night, band, like Monday like night the, bottom of the hill, first yeah. or second yeah. band. I don't, I'm not yeah, out sure. of
4: like four or five bands, maybe. So
3: you do it because <laughs> you love bottom of the hill, and yeah. it's the, like maybe the first year that we've been even playing music.
1: A little club in San Francisco yeah, for little, those those kids in Nebraska who love Brothers Comatose but don't really know the local know, music scene in San right. Francisco. Voted
3: so. best rock club in San Francisco for yeah. like ten years in a row. Yeah, for yeah. good reason. Yeah. It's a great it's spot. It's been doing it through the nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we just played there. It was seriously a Monday night. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. And then we came off the stage and uh, Devil Makes Three was in the audience and they were really complimentary and really supportive and they, they started the conversation of like, yeah, you guys should go out there and you should check out this band, you should check out this band and you should, they, they had good advice and good words and just awesome support. And they also said, you should open up for us one time and, oh, and they were
4: yeah.
0: like, oh my God, Devil Makes Three. Oh.
1: Did they serve as an inspiration <laughs> for the formation of this band?
4: Uh, they were definitely, um, big in the beginning for us too. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Cause they were out of Santa Cruz at the time. And, um, before this band even started, I went to go see them
1: a lot. So yes, cause yeah. then this band formed in 2008 and it was your yeah. band, I should say.
4: The, and then they, uh, yeah, yeah. Not devil X three. Yeah. I yeah think no they, brothers comatose. Yeah. They've been around before. Um, and then, so they were just huge, you know, for like roots music. I mean, they're yeah. kind of like ragtime blues, punk bluegrass kind of stuff
1: yeah, from my perspective uh, maybe it's good maybe it's bad it seems like they opened the door of this music to a lot of people that wouldn't have been exposed or wouldn't have been interested in going to see a show that had this genre because they're this sort of bluegrass but also sort of punk yeah. sort of crossover and they're just I think people who would normally be like yeah I don't I don't want I don't go see that stuff uh, it opened the door about oh, yeah. it being neat
6: it's kind of like if you write a good song, you can play it on a steel drum and people are going to go listen. So they yep. wrote good songs. yeah. And that was the ticket.
1: Because I find just whenever you find out about a, a, an artist's success, there there are always those people that they connect with. They're in the right place at the right time and well, they, <coughs> there's just a connection that happens. Sure. And uh, those are those are cool moments if they can be identified.
6: Uh, I got to say that there's probably like all 1,200 people that were at the Fillmore sort of played a role in that too. because. Yeah. It seems, and we've said this before amongst ourselves, that it's the people that we meet while traveling and playing that are sort of like the biggest inspiration and encouragement to what we're doing. And uh, that's always nice. So it's like all those people are parents, you know, and that blossom into hitting a microphone. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you guys do have a, a great local support crew, uh,
5: even in at least in Sonoma County that I know of. Because yeah. uh, many times as I'm walking through town and going from shop to shop and whatnot, uh, Brothers Comatose comes up in discussion, and you've got some rabid fans in this town. That's awesome. Yeah, and they uh, they love you guys.
1: Local boys nice. make good uh, yeah. would be a thing you could say. Here's another thing you could say. Brothers Comatose, <laughs> uh, here's where the name comes Wonderful from. Wonderful transition. Yeah. Thank, you so, right Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. Jim Ages, everybody. Here he is, everybody buddy uh here's where the name brothers comatose comes from if anybody's curious maybe this is not even true but i read it online uh it was uh, a term that was used to describe the faded look on alex's face when he rips into a banjo solo wow is that That's correct great
4: prose. Yeah. Yeah. i also do it when i sing and when i'm not playing solos too it's kind of all the time this his thing. Are, are you awake I, when chap? he's totally stoned he <laughs> <Yeah. once> looks <laughs> yeah. like that yeah his no, no. eyes rolling to the back eyes of doesn't his head it being stoned at all but uh, <laughs> I, I used to do it a lot more when we started out, uh, but I like kind of trained myself to, Stay in to the not moment. do it because I was kind of freaking uh, people out a little bit. That's not true, <laughs> by the way. I see you do that all no. the time. Hey, I, 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 I said I trained myself to do it less, so um, I still do it oh, oh, cool. from time to time, but so was it actually used to be just pretty okay. intense. Brother so.
2: Comatose
1: <laughs> to- Toast Machine was a band that Geo played in in Petaluma and around Sonoma County, uh, which had great popularity here. Had a tougher time getting popularity as you ventured out into. I the like world. how you say
3: tougher time. Yeah, that's nice.
1: I've learned a lot it from was. Tom in terms of uh, just softening, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, hard statements. <laughs> but um, why do you think that, uh, like a bluegrass project, uh, this t- sort of music? Um, connects uh, has an easier time connecting with the populace than say what Toast Machine was. What was Toast Machine, by the way?
3: Well, yeah, Toast Machine was an instrumental electric bass and drum duo that was just loud as all get out. So, right off the bat, you have a harder time getting people to just come into that space to listen. But honestly, I think that the there are there are crazier bands that make more noise, and I mean, there's, there's so many bizarre bands out there that are great and successful and they find their ways to tour. For me, like I, uh, for Paige and myself, like the two of us are both really introverted people. And so we would book these tours and we would show up and there'd be five people there and you would just have the two of us and we're not like, I don't party. I, I didn't, um, I don't really know what to drink at a bar. So we'd be at the bar, like the two of us quiet by ourselves for hours and it would just feel like an, like the most epic failure, that you could, you could imagine to show up with your one other person and have nobody at your show. And then you'd, you'd rock the shit out of the place yeah. and just play really, really hard. And the two people there would be like, well, you guys were cool. But it wouldn't matter. And you would come back feeling pretty, uh, pretty dejected. But when you're touring with, um, with five people and when everybody else is much more social and much more like able to just engage with people, then I just get to kind of be in this environment. And it, it's, it's a lot easier for me. Um, personally, but it's also you see a band that just when, when, when the band shows up, it just, the, whatever you show up to becomes a much more fun place to be because you have five engaging, enjoyable people that are going to like entertain you either musically or just hang out with you at a bar rather than two people that are just going to sit by themselves on bar stool.
4: Look, there is a question like Good question. What, what's a Knoxville foxhole? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Ryan, you want to answer that?
3: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great interview. The
1: Ryan, the Ryan we, character is a difficult interview. We, we, a brought up, we
3: brought up the what does Knoxville Foxhole mean uh, on stage last weekend at Winter Wondergrass up in Tahoe, and I said something silly because my dad had actually called me on my way up to the festival and asked me the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just think it's generally about the South, and I, you'd have to ask Ryan, but I made some kind of comment about that on stage, and then, Ryan, you got on, you got on the mic, and you were like something like, you just got to... Interpret it, or you got to just use your imagination, or something like that. And then my wife came up to me afterwards, like when we got home the, after the weekend. She was like, So is Knoxville, po- is Knoxville Foxville, uh about? <laughs> is that what it's about? <laughs> Dude, see that, that's yeah. great.
2: Wow. Because that just by saying use your imagination, that's where her mind went. <laughs> <I> love, <wow. laughs> like maybe she thought I was hiding something by not explaining it. And I can say it's not about. <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> you could, but it, if you uh, want to think of it like that, it was but just that's like really funny. For breakfast was, also. I, I love that so much more that people will hear something and not know what it means and then just, you know, <laughs> apply their own meaning to it. Yeah, and it's I, whatever I, you want it to mean. And, yeah, and, and really,
1: it could be like a three parter. You know, you start with the Knoxville foxhole. And then you go right into she's a hurricane, you know. There's something there, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, use your uh, imagination. There's yeah. a lot, a lot of places your mind Lee could go. Pie for breakfast. And then, yeah. and then yeah. finally, we that well, that's very important that too. But that's lot. another, that's another <laughs> album. Um, but then we go, we, we 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 close out the experience with, with, big, with the Knoxville Ma- Ball Hall, <laughs> with. Uh, well, yeah, that's the, well, that's not on the. Dude, album. you have
2: the worst delivery. Yeah, <laughs> you, laugh, you laugh through all your own jokes.
1: <laughs> what I'm saying is, then, then the way the West was won, and there you go, you got your experience oh, with God. whatever whatever happened. I don't that's know. True. Yeah, uh, did you think it was about <laughs> Tom yeah, yeah.
5: Gaffey? Did you no, think I Bill actually Bottle was about not until he said, "I don't want to talk about it." I'm like, Oh God, am I that stupid? I miss all that stuff. That's most what of I the thought time. too. I, miss, I always miss <laughs> that
3: stuff. So, yeah. I, like as soon as. Um, I'm probably misquoting my wife. I don't think she said,
2: did she really <laughs> use that word? Yeah. I, she, she had like, to <laughs> like, like, was it about getting No, laid? she probably, like,
3: she's like, is it, is it about sex? Yeah. That China? sounds like more like right. something she would say. Yeah. But <laughs> like the, the look in her eye, like she, it had like that like, like, nasty she knew. connotation. She's like, is that what it's about? Yep. <laughs> and I, I always missed that. So I was like, oh my God. Right. Maybe it is. <laughs>
5: right. Yeah. <I> know. <laughs> yeah I, you know, I, as soon as it went in that direction, I'm like, oh man, I'm an idiot again. <laughs> I don't
7: believe it.
5: <laughs> Jeez! Well, but now that I think about it, you guys really never want to give it up, whatever the heck it means. It obviously is. I mean, too that's good not good. like a
2: band rule or anything. I know, no, no. But uh, the... I,
5: sometimes I think it's fun to just let the audience yeah. decide. You know. Absolutely. Look, uh, there is a question I want to ask uh, for people who are uh, for young players. Um, you guys got a lot going on. You've got five pieces going. Uh, first off, how many of you guys read music? I know Gio does. Two. Oh too right and it's important that I ask this because there's a lot of young players out there who are thinking I, I i will never i can't read music i'll never make it in this business but the fact of the matter is most of the players that come through do not read music, and you guys are doing these uh beautiful three part harmonies you guys are uh, 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 you've got so many great parts going on in your pieces uh, and so the question here is how do how do you put together a song who uh are you guys coming up with your own parts, the violin parts? Uh, absolutely set the tune off at times.
6: Uh, yeah, I think everybody comes up with their own parts, but if somebody's you know considering music and uh, are concerned about not being able to read music, I would say then learn how to read music because that would actually help our band in many ways, I think, uh, and it would help a lot of bands, uh, and knowledge is power. I learned that in PBS, so okay. it's like... <laughs> Why you delivered that pretty well. Why not arm yourself with more tools in the musical field if you can? So don't just say, you know, the, the ear is the most powerful tool, but you got to be able to do it all. Or just buy a guitar and learn how to play three chords and start a band.
4: Three chords. That, that like, works too.
3: I, mean, <laughs> I have a lot of kids that will come in that are students, and, yeah. and, and even the adults will come in and they'll, like, they'll pick up the bass. They'll be like, hey, I want to learn bass. I'm like, okay, great. What are your goals? They're like, I want to know how to read music. I want to know all my music theory. And then I'm like, okay, are you Seriously? What are the contexts that you're going to be playing music in? Are you going to go and jam with your buddies and do any of them read music? Are you going to go be in a band that's going to write original material? And is anybody going to read music? Because reading music is such a difficult discipline that requires so much time and so much reinforcement of the same thing that if you don't have an application for it, and if you don't have a reason to do it, most people will just totally fail at it because there's no reason for them to do it. If you grow up, in classical studies or in jazz studies or in somewhere where reading is part of, it's part of the expectations for your instrument, then it makes a lot of sense. But if you grow up rock and roll, and someone's like, you you need to know how to read music, I would say, no, you definitely don't need to know how to read music. It's a great skill to have, because if you wanna be in music, you wanna be, it'd be like going into a country and being really conversational. Like, you know, you can talk to anybody, you can't read the street signs. You know, it doesn't make sense,
6: logically, to not have that skill. But you don't need it if you just want to, like, rock out. No, but at the same time, you know, it's like you want to be a construction worker and you're in this economy and you're looking for a job and all you know how to do is frame. You'd be a lot more uh, valuable employee if you also knew how to do drywall. You also knew how to do electrical. So why not? You know, you might not need that. You might be able to get a job, but you want to get a really good job. You want to get more job opportunities. Learn the broad spectrum.
1: And it's important to note that you uh, are described on the website of Brothers Comatose as kind of a redneck, but he's getting his master's in classical violin, so it turned out pretty well. He's currently wearing camo pants. Right
2: <laughs> How long ago did you get your master's? How old is that bio? <laughs> uh,
1: I, I, you have it right. No, that's it's a new not, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this, yeah. this is this is past tense. Like he got it, not he's pursuing oh, it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. When this band formed, it was just the two brothers. Is that correct?
4: It started actually, um, Alex and I, and then our our uh, old mandolin player Joe Pacini. Okay, yeah. What?
5: Uh, how much truth is in there to the song brothers?
4: Uh, a lot of truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think like all brothers, True. right? Yeah, like, yeah uh, correct. We beat yeah. the shit out of each other. Yeah. Same with Gio and his brothers, and yeah. Ryan and his brothers, Phil and his brothers.
1: Beat the shit out of each other in a good-natured way, or uh, no. no, 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 yeah. no definitely never.
4: not. Yeah. No, never hated never each other. Anywhere. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, well, I like, mean, yeah. You know, I was the older brother. He, you know. He was like hanging out at the house and just like didn't want him around when it was my friends were around and the same you know the opposite as well and uh, we, you know we used to fight all the time share you know share like fart in each other's heads you know you that kind of stuff.
2: also yeah. like yeah. when you're a kid you're bored a lot of the time you're just like what what is there to do well I got these brothers why don't I pick on them when I start a you know it just happens yeah, totally. you're sitting around all day I grew up in L.A. in the valley it's hot it's summer you don't you're a kid you don't have a job you start. I'm gonna poke this kid, see what happens. Yeah. And, <laughs> you, you, know, know, and like, you know what pisses him off? Just so just it just happens. I, I have—I'm in the middle, so I have an older brother. He'd mm-hmm. do it to me, and then I have two younger brothers; they're twins. And I'd poke them and <laughs> pushing <laughs> just, buttons. You know, oh, you yeah. can spend an afternoon wrestling.
1: <laughs> Did it give you pause uh, as you were starting the project about like, am I going to be able to coexist with this guy in in the band?
2: <laughs> no, not at all. I
4: mean, at that point, we were we were we were better off. We started smoking weed in high yeah, school, and I think high school we <laughs> chilled out a little mellowed bit, Mellowed it out. Yeah. No, I mean, that's it's kind of a joke. But, you know, it was just that time period where we we're like, oh, let's if we started playing music together. Also, you know, you just mellow out after high school. I feel like, you know, you're yeah. over those massive insecurities and there's not as much weird chemicals flowing through your body to make you all awkward.
5: Brothers is a great tune. Um, it plays well on the recording. But as I was watching you guys play, it, it was really poignant.
3: Uh, really a great tune. Well, yeah, that's because they, they make a point. We choreographed this where they gaze in each other's eyes during the choruses. <laughs> I think it's a little over the top, but I'm glad <laughs> you picked up on that, Tom. <laughs> was that what it was? Yeah, it, it is, is really brother. Well, really to, your, to
1: your earlier point, you don't like it when bands just sit there and play the instrument. You want a little yeah. theatrics. Yeah, I want to see, yeah. well, see things. So this G- is some Gio performance used art. used to
5: bring costumes. You know. Actually, he brought swords on one time. I that's such a good story. <laughs>
1: yeah. Did we talk about that when you were on with Toast Machine? <laughs> I, I mean, not to, I want to go back to this brother thing, but what a good story. Toast Machine played and... I don't know if you guys know this. He had this. uh, Oh, they know.
3: The reason why, well, Ben knows. The legend is known. (laughs) Because Ben was one of the people that came on that stage. (laughs) Well, why don't, (laughs) for the
2: the audience
1: who doesn't know, would you like to share with them what happened? Because this is a wonderful little story. An an early brother's comatose experience before. I'm glad people remember this. Pre-comatose.
3: Ben and Joe and our other friend, Ben Ross, came over when I was living in Quintotti one night, and we were playing hacky sack outside. and we. It's a fun game kicked the hacky sack into the shadows and it was getting lost in the shadows repeatedly, which led us back into my house where we made a metal song called lost in the shadows, which led to the beginning of the metal band orphans of doom, which led to a (laughs) toast machine show where we staged the sound guy to fade in the theme to Conan the barbarian mid song And I acted surprised and got on the mic and said, what what the hell's going on? Nat, Nat turned the house music off, but he just kept making it louder. And then Ben and Joe and our friend Paul and Brian Donaghy, all wearing big black Holocaust cloaks, came on stage and took us off the stage. Uh, We were protesting and then we threw on cloaks really quick and then we ran back out and then we played our metal song as Orphans of Doom. And then we left the stage, and then uh, Paige and I came back, and we're like, oh, my God, what just happened? That was crazy.
1: <laughs> and so these, these looked like uh, demonic figures, uh, the occult. Oh,
3: yeah, oh, it was, it was yeah. super from the occult. Did we have the reading from the Book of Rockage at that the time? Tome the Tome of the, the Tome of Doom or something? <laughs> yeah, I, and and at what sword. point did all the audience leave?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think there, was some, there were some upset people maybe in the family about this a little bit.
3: Apparently, I didn't even know this, but uh, the one show that my uh, uncle came to... Was that show. And I, I didn't even hear this because he le- uh, the person that left was my uncle. Oh, and uh, oh, and oh, I, oh, I, I was kidding. <laughs> and before he left, though, but this is the, the best part, though. Before he left, didn't he, like, tell you, Tom, that he didn't like the way I was mocking the Catholic Church? Oh, yeah. It was, he saw I Catholic. I, it, was, it was not intentional, but that's just fine also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's did. okay. Well, I think he, he thought you guys are doing Torquemada or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, uh, You know, when you're inside of a joke, None of it, it all seems like everybody's going to get it. It seems so obvious. It was so surprising to me that anybody wouldn't have understood that that was hilarious.
1: So uh, to combine a few threads from earlier, the the band started out in uh, 2008, a lot different than it is now, uh, primarily with the brothers and somebody else. Um, well, it actually
4: started a little, I guess, probably a year or two earlier, just us like playing... Open mics and coffee shops with our friend Joe and then I think 2008 is when so Gio had joined shortly after that probably 2000 late 2007 at some point and uh, And then we called up Phil in the fall of 2008 to get Phil to join the band So I guess that's kind of like, you know, like when we all came together as like a full unit was 2008
1: What has the band uh, like learned about itself? in like the last eight years and, and seeing like, boy, what do we need to change here to, uh, to keep going?
4: Uh, Oh yeah. I guess for me, it's like traveling. How does, how to like be sustainable out on the road when you're, when you're touring a lot, you know, when you first get started, I just remember our first tour just like I was <laughs> smoke, I didn't even smoke cigarettes but I'm like fuck it we're on tour I'm like smoking cigarettes and getting hammered every night and we're like
0: we're on tour man fuck yeah It was and, a uh,
4: weekend tour. It yeah, <laughs> no. was like 10 days actually yeah, we just, yeah, and it was it was sizable and and we played like every day and uh and it was great. Not, Not only did we blast. play every day
3: like we would roll into town as early as we could we would busk before the show. Yeah. And then we would play the show and then if there was a house party after the show where we were gonna stay, we would play that too. Yeah. yeah. It was just nonstop. And it was it, it was, was insane.
4: A huge party. After ten really days, tough. how were the voices holding up? Fine. Yeah, we were okay. superhuman at that <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, it was about great. back then, but not, not anymore. That's yeah. the thing. It's like over these years, you know, we've kind of figured out like you can't get hammered every night and still do this thing like it's
3: it's impossible and still do this thing well i guess yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean <laughs> totally. Still do it. well yeah. there's a
1: level of expectation now that exists that yeah. didn't exist in 2008 exactly. when you were playing town she hadn't been before, absolutely so. yeah
4: that too but i mean even like voices holding up and like um just not being super beat for the the show the next night and it it can get it's difficult too because people want to party with you that that's part of the deal like people which yeah. is awesome because people are like they just they want to buy you a beer they want to hear your stories they want to jam with you and drink whiskey until five o'clock in the morning <clears throat> and that just doesn't happen as much as it used what's to
6: what's cool too about uh hanging out and meeting people is it seems like uh with bands local people p- kind of put out the red carpet and uh you know in some sense, like I'm always looking for fun, adventure things to do in the town that we're in. And so like, you know, we were in, uh, got stuck in Wyoming and we we're like looking for snowmobiles or something like that. And we actually found out later we could have got hooked up, but we had to leave town. But, you know, things like that. And so you're always like, hey, yo what, you know, what's cool around here? And people are like, oh, we'll take you fishing, we'll take you this and that. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, like if you came
3: to town and you're like, oh, yeah, we're part of like the vacuum convention we manufacture vacuums nobody would be like hey dude come over to my house check this out i like there, there's a there's a door that opens i got a carpet yeah yeah it's, <laughs> but like if you're just talking to there's a lot of times is where it's not
1: about <laughs> <laughs> tom enough references god this is like 20 episodes in <laughs> yeah. a row i got Go it, sorry <laughs> gotta edit that out all this talk from tom gaffey oh, anyway. geez. sorry guys
3: <laughs> no I, I it's just that there. to to, just to go off of what
2: (laughs) fucking a heavily derailed by wow isn't that life yeah yeah
3: (laughs) um just to go off what phil said it it is really different showing up in town in a band because people are people people get excited when there's a band in town and they want to be part of I think it's a lot of things. It's something that's, it's a, it's something in like American, or maybe not even American, but it's, a, it's a mythological thing, like the touring band. I know like growing up, I had all, all these ideas of what a touring band was like. Like if you had come through town when I was 16 and I was at the Phoenix and like, you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm in a touring band. I would have been like, holy shit, that's, you're the coolest person I've ever met. Let's go do something. What? Let's right. go play some music. Let's have an almost famous moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I feel like people have, that legend in their own in their own brain when they when they meet you and so it they, it it opens I don't know opens opportunities yeah
1: it does and to be clear everyone at the table has the most respect possible for the traveling vacuum salesperson so much respect so like, you tavel- know yeah. you know
3: what's hilarious like literally in my head as i'm trying to think of an example of somebody that people would not be welcoming i'm like shit i'm gonna be i'm shitting on somebody right now somebody who's, I don't,
2: who is probably a fan of this I, yeah i'm like i don't i don't want to i have to pick
1: something the point i think is not that vacuum sales people are in any way uh bad it's that the artistic community the people who host the shows and go to the shows there just tends to be uh, i i don 't know why it, why it is it 's not just a business I guess is what you'd say it's yeah. it's a lifestyle it's a there is a lot of like uh hope and beliefs and magic to going and performing live music in front of a bunch of people and for that reason, I think when you enter those communities, those are the ones who are rolling out the red carpet for you if you 're going to a convention center uh you know in Dallas flying in Dallas Fort Worth Texas to sell vacuums very honorable and we have so much respect for it um there's probably going to be a little bit less of a memorable experience in that than when you go to Missoula and their front row of people is singing at you and inviting you to come over to their house afterwards
3: completely agreed yes well said
1: but things have definitely changed. You know, you used to be superhumans when you toured, and now you're trying to keep it together so you can consistently put on a good show for the people that are there. Do you, do you miss anything about the way that it used to be compared to the way that it is now? Fuck
2: yeah. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> do you miss more than what we've already discussed? Because obviously we're talking about partying, staying up till 5 a.m., going on wacky adventures and stuff. Do, do you miss anything beyond that?
4: You mean like romanticizing the
3: past of like the early days? Yeah, of the, day the early the days. Yeah, when it, yeah
1: when, it was, when it was less of an enterprise than it is now. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I miss how ridiculous things would get on stage because I feel like there was a there's a freedom, that there was a freedom with that that I, f- I feel like led to a lot of innovations in the songs as we were playing them. You know, because you felt like free to just i felt free i should say i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put this on anybody else but yeah i would be like oh i feel like i'm gonna sing a new harmony part tonight and i'll just be on there doing it you know yeah. or like i'm gonna change the bass line tonight and i would just oh change the bass God. line and yeah, to, how,
5: how would that set with the rest of the band? yeah it was awesome they <laughs> it was were drunk. drunk yeah
3: <laughs> we were hammered Doesn't yeah happen. we were all we were all kind of in in the space of like yeah this is gonna be cool let's just rock it out and um and,
1: and they trust you too I hope, yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I, when, when you guys are playing the show tonight, and we do the performance before well, we do the performance before we do the interview. And just watching the band interact, it seems like you know your knowledge of music is one that is, is respected. Very And there's something so. to be said about
3: gentlemen, that. gentlemen. Yeah. Nobody else talk right now. Yes, that is exactly <laughs>
1: how it is. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt, but there, there was more of a free wheelingness back then. You're saying
2: nobody else talk right now. Nobody else, <laughs> nobody dispute this. I need this. <laughs> you guys be quiet. <laughs> oh my <God>. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> yes.
3: Everybody. Yeah. So
6: I think what what's it saying is it's become it's a job now, and like we have like manage manage people or management people and booking people. So there's. You know you're working for other people, not just yourself, having a blast playing a show. So it's like you have to put on. You have a, I can't even say it. Like It doesn't even come off my tongue proper. But like you got to show up. Well, you yeah, you have to show up. I can say that. But like you have a, I don't want to say, I can't even say it. it brand. Right. You have a brand. Yeah, I'm like it just so there's that kind of stuff that like there's less danger for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so exactly. You, you got to do what you got to do, and you're working. You know, and so it's not just like a you. A little less winging it.
1: But this all plays together, which is um, you can't really fly by the seat of your pants anymore because there's an expectation that you will put forth consistent... Performances consistent. So consistency is the important thing. And whereas maybe you used to be able to just like, hey, we've never played this song live before, and whatever, let's just play it (laughs) for the hell of it. Stakes are higher. The stakes are higher. And and if you if you go and try something and it goes really lousy, and a YouTube video goes up of you doing it lousy, it's just it's bad for everyone in the chain of command. Will will not like that.
5: Yeah, but that is right now at this point in your career. I mean, if you guys stick with this, then uh, you'll have more freedom that will come back at you, I think. You guys will be calling your shots more on your own. And uh, then if you want to go out and have a damn good time on stage one night, uh, you'll do it. (laughs) <laughs> we still, I think we still
4: do, you know, yeah. Yeah. and, and it, that happens. I think it's, it's just like less frequently probably yeah. that, or, you know, like we're getting drunk less than, yeah. like we were saying. So like, well, that probably is making it better,
2: better for the audience. I mean, there's also a matter of like, we started playing a lot of festivals and we get on yeah. some main stages and we'd see these like really professional polished yeah. acts and we'd kind of look at ourselves and be like, well, we got a couple things to work on. And we started slowly yeah. working on them yeah. and you know, Maybe that means the show's not as loose, and maybe we need to work on that. You know, but maybe um, not. Are you yeah, guys? But again, you know, it? if yeah. you're watching us on the main stage at Bottle Rock, and you're like, you know, a hundred people back, you can't even really see us. All you can do is hear us. You want it? You want it to sound good, or yeah. us you're going to judge us or walk away.
1: You mentioned specifically seeing touring bands, probably bands who've been playing for years, decades, and you just see how they do it. I'm just curious, like, if you have any specifics, like. Um, what the band saw in itself that it needed to change and how it made those changes.
4: Just professionalism. I feel like, you know, um, uh, not talking so much in between songs. I think transitions in between songs there. I mean, if you want me to list them out, there, there are some really was, specific it's like trying things to
1: bring we a I, show. I, I, I would love that okay. actually trying sure. to
2: have a show. That, yeah. that has movement and momentum and it's not just like, here's a song and then we're going to kind of dick around and tune and drink beer for a couple minutes and then here's another song and then we're going to mess around, you know, so that the audience feels like they're locked into something, to an experience without being distracted constantly. Yeah. That's what we work on. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh- I mean, you know, I, I recently, this last Christmas, uh, dug up some old videos of ours, like from probably 2009 or something like that. And I'm like, this shit is terrible. <laughs> I mean, not terrible, but like, I'm like, people kept coming back to our shows after that. And, but you know, there, there was something about the, you know, the, I guess like the energy, like we were saying about devil makes three, which I really appreciated, And that, that maybe hopefully that we put forth that, that people locked onto that kept coming back. Cause we weren't polished by any means. And, um. Uh, you know, we we just started as we grew, and listened to shows of ours or saw videos of us. We're like, oh shit, man! Like, you look down after every single song. We all reach down, grab our beers, sip our beers, put them back down. Tune. I I talk. Phil talks. Everybody kind of like, and then it's just like, well, it, that kills momentum in a set. You know, you have to figure out. You know, something we've been working on lately is like figuring out transitions in between songs. What songs are going to be. Nobody talks in between. We're just going to go straight from this one into the next one. And then, um, and then Gio's going to talk on this one or something like that. You know, just to try to get, uh, make the show a show rather than like, oh shit, who's going to do this one in between? And a little more professional, you
6: know?
1: A little cohesive. Developing like an arc to it. Go ahead. Yeah, Yeah.
6: And the thing that I think we struggle with the most, or at least what I always feel is like, you want to always feel like it's like a fresh new experience. And so I hate when I see a band and I see the same thing like the next time and they're like, hey, did you hear the joke about the guy that did this? And you're like, dude, that's, it's so lame to see that last night. Yeah. To see like that same thing just drives me nuts. So like we're trying to get more professional, but at the same time, like, yeah, keep that loose. Like we're winging it because that keeps it fun for us and hopefully fun for people. And that's the the tricky... It's riding the line for sure because you don't want to go
4: straight polished, straight like format, formulaic. Yeah, you don't want to go straight formulaic.
1: Well, I think this... uh, Go go ahead. What were you going to say? I
2: was just going to say like you can shit on that but also there is kind of like a grand tradition of acts like polishing, even if it's a joke. I mean, comedians or anybody like polishing their act and taking it from town to town. It doesn't work if you're going to see that band in the next town but if... If it's not being filmed and it's not on the internet and it's a new audience every time, then to like make that moment, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do agree that that's not really what we're going for. We're, we're trying to have something organic every night.
6: Plus, people can sense insincerity, I think, or at least yeah. I feel like I can. And I feel like if I'm being insincere, it, it's very uncomfortable for me to not be truthfully... Uh, creative or whatever.
3: Even you know, if that means crash br- brutally the plane. truthfully well, creative right. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we all had a, a moment when we were at a festival where a band hit the stage and if you just like closed your eyes and listen to it you'd be like, Yeah, it sounds it's a good sounding band. These guys are tight, they're very well rehearsed. But if you watched it we all had this like gut wrenching negative reaction to it because it looked like, oh yeah, it just looked they wrong. Oh, oh, oh. This is a specific looked, experience we're talking oh, yeah, about. Oh yeah, yeah, Florida, Every, Florida, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. And so you are watching this band, and you are like, why do we all hate this like viscerally?
2: That was like watching NSYNC or something. That was so yeah. fabricated. Yeah, because
3: it just had this. It, the whole thing f- felt fake. And it just like it all like came right through, and it came through like on you, and you had to be like, "Oh, gross!" So
1: you walked away from it. You still had the stench on you. Yeah, yeah. Like you had to like you,
6: you had to like wash it off. That was the night we had a drink. Actually, too. <laughs> yeah. you had to. <laughs>
1: um, that's an example of going way over the line in terms of being too polished. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, very difficult balance to find, yeah. but and it's taken, y- here you are, uh, eight or nine years into the project, and you still haven't found the perfect one, but you feel like you're a lot closer than you were in 2009, yeah. and that's exciting. Definitely. Yeah.
5: <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think we're all going to see that in a few minutes
1: anyway. Uh, um, my goodness, there is going to be a performance tonight. There is going to be a performance tonight, yeah.
2: Wait, no one told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
1: guys are actually going to play
2: Harmony. A here. Harmony,
1: um, Tom, Gaffy, uh, you have yeah. spent uh, most of the last eight or nine years actually peeking in and peeking out with these guys. You, you yeah, they've been on your radar forever. Uh, kind do you have of, any, yeah, any comment? Do you have any commentary on what that's been like watching this? Game? All these guys. I mean,
5: right now, it just it's when you see them now that you realize, wow, it's uh, they've worked hard. The, you guys have been playing for an awful long time. And uh, you guys are just hitting your stride and hitting your prime. And, oh, God, you guys get to ride this wave for a while, I think. That is a gas for those of us that have watched you guys grow up. And, uh, uh, and there's a lot of people that I see in this town that have. Yeah, uh, we're all excited for you. It's really cool to see this at this moment, as a matter of fact. That means a lot, Tom. Thank yeah, you very it's much. Huge, Yeah, it's huge, though. I'm looking forward to hearing how this summer goes, because you guys are going to have a hell of a summer, I think.
1: Nationwide yeah. headlining tour this summer. Yeah. Very exciting. Well, it's th- tonight's been a show that we've been looking forward to for yeah. a very long while, and it's been really fun to see where this project's taken you guys, and we're very excited to see where it goes from here. So thank you very yeah. much for joining us tonight. Our pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having cool. us. Cool. Why don't this. you change your sure. pants and let's do it. To the listener, please stick around because up next, a performance from the great Brothers Comatose. Thank you again, guys, for joining us. Watch
5: Alex's eyes while he's doing this. (laughs) Thank you, guys.
4: Thank you.
8: I told the lives blood the, head. the man that came from far out west And laid down tracks of steel Burning through the barren land on locomotive wheel Lives are lost and family stalls To fuel that land Die. The way the west was won, on the stacks and railroad tracks and broken backs and seeds can't be some We're blinded eyes and troubled eyes Not told the lies of blood and bone The land was bought and sold around the rightful owners' deed. Strangers take. All the consequence of the re-game was played and patronized with daggers and their backs. Crying on the innocence sharp sharpened souls of black. The way the West was won. On stacks of railroad tracks and broken backs and seats can't be sown. With blinded eyes and troubled ties, untold lives and blood upon it. Hey. I got sixteen bounties on this poet of mine. There's no chance in winning it, so I might as well try. That big red sun is about to go down Well, I guess it's high time I got the fuck out of town Need to find a place where I can rest and be kind Got too much law stuck behind my eyes Need to find a place in the middle of beyond Will I tell you, little angel, you'll never know I'm gone. And as the tops of the trees turn from golden to green, and the riverside softly to her. And as the night's rolling in, I roll a joint again, and the city cries softly to her. Well, everyday people are trying to find a perfect train to get them where they're going on time. For me, that's the hardest thing I've ever known. So watch for me walking down that big open road. If I don't pay attention, I'll be a slave to my mind. Don't all my stars to align Silver down the moon is the same as mine. She wants to hear it speak, but I just let it shine. And as the tops of the trees turn from gold into green, and the river sighs softly to her, and as the night's rolling. softly Softly to her And as the night's rolling in I roll a joint again And the city cries softly to her And as the tops of the trees Turn from gold into green And the river sighs softly to her And as the night's rolling in My brother, my brother and me We were two lost kids that couldn't agree Well, time changes, people you see Like me and my brother, my brother and me Well, we were so different then Fighting that again Two boxers in ring We fought about most everything Couldn't figure out brotherly love Till guitars took the place of all And play.
0: If I we live strong in the moon
7: Main Street Getting to know the concrete Looking for a reason From a neon sign Well I will meet you anywhere The western sun meets the air I'll hit the road I'll never look in behind Can you deny There's nothing greater Nothing more than the wandering hands of time. Saint Genevieve,
6: hold back the water. Saints
7: don't bother with the tears, Saint. says of the scars that came before reflected in the pavement still asking for more when the hours don't move along worn out wood and familiar songs to hear your voice is not enough it's more than a shame can you deny there's nothing Saint Genevieve can hold back the water. The saints don't bother, the tears stay Well, like the man said, rode hard. Put away with Take all your bad news And put it to
2: rest
7: Living is learning And truth is a state of mind You'll find that it's better At the end of the line Can you deny There's nothing greater There's nothing more Wandering hands of time Saint Genevieve hold back the water The Saints don't bother with the tears stains.